This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Ah, yes, good evening. Um, is that Foss Taxis? Yeah, brilliant. I'd like to order a taxi, please. Um, I'd say about 8, 8 p.m. Yeah, it's picking up from uh, the King Power Stadium yeah, from Mr. Rogers. Ah, brilliant. Thank you very much. It's time! Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts.
Sky TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. All right, Chris. No. And just a quick announcement to start the show off. Um, please be aware that the following show may contain uh, scenes of a dramatic nature and uh, a lot, a lot of bad language. And that's why you can see the 18 sign there up in the corner. <sighs> what what can we say? What can we say? If you watch the game and uh, want to come on, I'm going to do some five-minute slots when I have people on and they can come on and give me their thoughts. If you are still a Rogers in, let me know. Uh, come on and say, why are you a Rogers in? How can you be a Rogers in? I'm, 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 I'm just saying this, that Rogers and any of you that follow me on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram will know, Rogers, just fuck off out of our club now. Fuck the shit off. You are you are as popular at the moment at Leicester City Football Club. You are as popular as a fart in a spacesuit. We do not want you. You are Peter Taylor in disguise. You have taken a club and you've actually made us worse. And all this shit, right? All this shit about, well, I wasn't allowed to buy any players. If you were a decent manager, you'd be able to manage the players you've got because this is the squad that you took to fifth. Now, I know, let's be honest, most of that was because Arsenal and Tottenham themselves were so shit. But if you were a decent manager, I mean, everybody telling me you're a good coach. You've been fucking outclassed by a rookie today, somebody who's not even been a manager in the Premier League, and he outthought you. He out tactic to you. You are useless, Rogers. Absolutely useless. What you did at Celtic means nothing. I could have fucking done that at Celtic. You didn't even have Rangers for a couple of those seasons because they were still coming back from the bottom league because they'd been dumped down there because of their financial problems. You are... And you are Peter. Say you are Peter Taylor in disguise. Just fuck off. We do not want you anywhere near this club anymore. Yeah, I thought we'd turned a corner. Thought we'd turned a corner on um, on Monday night. I mean, how bad does that mean, Forest are? We are now. If Forest get a point, if Forest get one point off Villa on Monday night, we are back down to being bottom. I just, I, I, I don't get why you are still, well, yeah, I get why you're here, because you're a greedy bastard, and you don't want to walk and give up a, a payoff. If you had any decency in you, you would walk. If you respected top as much as you appear to have done, like at the FA Cup final, you would walk. You would go. You cannot you know, if if you can only manage your team by buying good, you know, better players, better players, then you're not a good coach. You know, Man City, I could fucking win a game with Man City. But, you know, you've got, when you're not, you know, you, you've moaned, you blame everybody but yourself. You've come out, you've thrown players under the bus. 
Uh, you bought on fucking a Marty when we've got Soyuncu that you won't pick because you're such a stub fucked up arsehole that you wouldn't even pick him. He wasn't even on the subs bench, but he bring a Marty on. And I love a Marty. Last season he was good, but he's not as good as Soyuncu. I wasn't going to do. I wasn't going to do a post match tonight because, to be honest with you, I've got no. I've got no Brad, so I'm on my own. But you know, I mean, when you look at Arsenal fans, they've been moaning about Arteta for season, you know, a few seasons now. Probably still are. But he has improved that club. Has Rodgers improved our club? Well, no, because, all right, under 12, perhaps we weren't as good as we had been. And yet he got us fifth. And you could argue, and I've, no, I'm not going down the bottle it route, but you could argue that fifth was a bit of a compensation because we were fourth for 37 weeks. So he got us fifth twice. Let's face it, the first time in the Europa League, he cocked it up. The second time, he cocked it up, and we ended up in the conference. Yeah, okay, we got to the semi-finals of that, and you're up against Jose Mourinho, who, who, let's be honest with you, he's still a good manager, and he knew what he was doing. Rogers has not... He's got the brain of a pea. You know, you're being outthought... I wish they'd still had Scott Parker there because if they got Scott Parker there, we might have won it. And he said that now because I think Scott, Scott Parker would have still outthought, would have still outthought Brendan Rogers. I mean, thank. Then they even had a goal disallowed. And I don't know. I mean, two goals in how many minutes? I mean, let let let's just let's just have a look at it, shall we? Um, you know, they scored in the sixty seventh and the seventy one minutes. Have we learnt nothing? I, I put a slide up. I put a slide up before the game, which showed when we concede and when we score, and when Bournemouth concede. And when Bournemouth score, and Bournemouth have scored over half their goals after the 60th minute. So fucking hell, Rogers, if I can look at that and I can see that and think we need to do something, why the fuck can't you? Because you're fucking useless. Top, I love you to bits, mate. I love you to bits, Top, but grow a pair. Grow a pair and get rid of him. You know, you were the one that wanted to get rid of Pearson. and your dad talked it out, you talked you out of it. You went and got rid of Prell and you got this guy in. Well done. It was a great move at the time. Grow a pair of balls top and sack him. All right, it might cost us 10 million. What's it going to cost us if we get relegated? Because God knows when we'll be back. And then your plans for all this amazing stuff that are around the stadium. That's going to do us fucking good when we're in the championship, isn't it? Back to square one, to be honest with you, mate. I don't even think we're, we're, that, we're that far ahead. I think we've gone way back. 
Um, evening, evening, whoever you are. You've not put your name on, so I don't know who you are. Great. Welcome along, mate. Uh, like you, Chris, absolutely gutted. How can Rogers be a top manager when he gets outthought by a rookie? Totally, totally. I mean, he, let's be honest, it was outthought by Arteta when Arteta first moved to Arsenal and they beat us. Who else has he been outthought by? Fulham. They, they, they beat us, didn't they? Steve Bruce. Steve fucking Bruce beat us when he was at Newcastle. Rogers out, yes. I, I hope not, Doug. I really hope not. If anybody's listening, by the way, and I apologise for swearing, but there is an 18 sign up in the top corner for a reason. Um, I don't know. I don't think they will. I don't think. Hussenhall's actually a good manager. He's a, he's a fair, decent manager. Yes, he's had the nine nils, but, it, you know, we were actually outside the top four. This was... We beat Forest. They were shit. We beat them. We had got a run of games starting at Bournemouth that were winnable. And I, I said, I said, you know what we should be doing? We should be sacking Rogers before we play this run of easy games. We had two weeks, two weeks because of the international break to sack him and get a manager in. And then we'd have had somebody new, somebody decent. That could that could have come in and, and got something. If fucking if Rogers is in charge when we face Manchester City, that 9-0 record is gonna go out the window. It'll be something like 12, 13, 14 nil. But we stuck with him. We stuck with him. So Forrest, you know, Forrest came along. We beat Forrest. And I thought, wait, this could be the turning point. We can move on from this. Let's give him a chance. Fucking shit again, isn't he? Yet yeah, to tell me something I don't know, Niall. Yes, we need to sack him. Rogers out, says Harry crashes on games. <laughs> We've got 15 players like that, uh, Harry. Um, Munzi, yeah, he did say 2 1 to Bournemouth, mate. Uh, why hasn't he gone yet? I think he's got more lives than Ollie, Ollie had, mate. And Ollie had a lot of lives, let's be honest with you. Um, after 35 minutes, we sat back and Roger said we lost momentum. I haven't, to be honest with you, I daren't look at what he said because I would I would break either my laptop or my telly, whatever I'm watching it on. I've got a telly there, I've got the laptop here, and I've got a laptop there. And if I was watching him on any of those, I would have broken screens right now. I just cannot face the guy. Going, yeah, again, we've said that, Niall. We, you know, he did outclass us. Oh, Rogers is such a great coach. Fuck off, is he? No, I don't think I'm being extreme. He is Peter Taylor. Because if you look at Peter Taylor's time at Leicester, he took a team to the top of the Premier League for the first time in our history. Okay, we stayed there for two weeks because there was an international break. I grant you. 
But then it all went wrong. We lost a game to Wickham and it all went wrong. Can you not just see the similarities between that, Tater Peeler and, and Rogers? It's just that Rogers is over a longer period of time. Uh, Keith, hi, Chris, watching from Tenerife. After Monday, I was hopeful Monday was a waste of time now. It was. I said at the start, before we kicked off, if we do not get something from this game, Monday will have been wasted. We aren't a sitting back team, so why do we do it? We can't hold a 1-0. Uh, Brad, good evening. You should be out drinking, sir. That's why I'm sat here on my own. Get out drinking and have about four or five for me. <laughs> he has to go. He's chucked away his lifeline. He, he certainly has. He certainly has. I think I'm having a rant for both of us here, though, Brad. Um, we could have been 15th had we won today. Yes, I know. Nosebleed time, that would have been. Um, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, Gerard out, um, out thought. Who's yeah, Gerard out thought Rogers when he first came down. Um, we were all disappointed, but please stop swearing. Look, mate, it's I don't again, you've not put your name on, so I can't address you personally. Uh, it says 18 in the top corner there. Um, I, you know, I, I'm sorry if you don't like the swearing. Uh, I, I can't say anything other than, you know, uh, this may show may, may not be for you. Um, and, you know, the, I did issue a warning at the start of the show. There is one going along the bottom and there is an 18 certificate at the top. Uh, I feel for you, Rogers has to go now, Chris. I'm sending my swear jar around. I don't need it anymore. You don't, mate. You don't. And I'll tell you something. I think I have sworn more in this show than you did in the whole of last season. <laughs> I really, really would appreciate your swear jar. Just leave some money in it for me, will you? Um, well, our new target up to 17th. Do you know what I'm going to say, actually? No. No. 17th is not our target at the moment. Our target, I don't know if I've got it up here. I bet I, I, bet I buddy haven't. Where are we? No, I haven't. Let me just see if I've got it here. Because this this is our target, right? This is our target. Derby count is 11 points. Is there anybody that is convinced that we will even match that? I don't. I don't think we'll match it. Are we that bad? Yes, we are. Forest can get better. It appears we can't. But Forest, I think, will get better. God, can you imagine if we did what Forest did and go and gave uh, gave Rogers an extended contract? Oh. So no, that's what that's what our target is there. The eleven points of of Derby County. Embarrassing. Where are we? Um Let's just catch up with where your comments were. There we go. Uh, Neil from Beyond the 90 says, the board wants Rogers out, but top doesn't. We are in trouble. I always thought it was top that, that well, it was Vichai that wanted Pearson out and top that wanted him to stay. But apparently, no, it was top that wanted him out. 
and Veet Chai that wanted him to stay. So I apologize at this point to everybody who I argued with. Um, I, 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 I'm losing. I'm losing the will to live. Brad, yeah, your name's showing up, mate. Can't wait for Tuesday nights away at Millwall next season. At least we'll be able to get together with Dan again. Delboy, Chris, would you take Ralph Ragnarok? Yes, I would. Uh, oh, no, 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 sorry. I was getting him confused. No, I wouldn't touch him with a barge pole. Would not touch him with a barge pole. He was bloody useless. Um, two different teams. How can this happen? I don't know. Uh, no Tater Peeler, but more extreme. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even Rob Tanner now questioning Rogers on Twitter. I think, I, I think, I think that was his chance. That was his chance. He got his, like Brad said, he had his lifeline with the Forest game and he's just thrown it away. He has just thrown it away. Uh, yeah, I, I got, I got them all. How <laughs> you get them all, Gray? Um, I'm drinking even more so after that. Ward needs to go. Seriously? Seriously? I, you cannot blame. I tell you who, who was to blame for those two goals in my eyes, and that was Fass on both of them. So, no, Ward does not need to go. Look at the defence in front of him. Yeah, OK, so he is, you know, he makes mistakes. As Brad has mentioned on many, many times, so does, so did Schmeichel, you know, so so did Peter Shilton, so did Brad. everybody makes mistakes. He's got a bed in, but if you're saying to me, you if you are blaming Ward for that defeat, and I don't know who you are because you're not putting your name after, so I've got no idea. You're anonymous there. Um, I, I just, oh, I just don't believe it. I just don't believe it. Forty points, yeah. It's where it comes from being a Leicester fan. It does. Yeah, definitely. Definitely this season. Um, we'll get lower. Yeah. <laughs> Hubert, just as I said that, Hubert says, Faze look good. Um, Ward is a total... No, Ward doesn't need to go, Hubert. I'm not putting your name up um, for obvious reasons. But no, he doesn't need to go, Ward. Um, Faze... Face was to fault for both of those goals in my eyes from what I was watching. I know I'm not saying, you know, he looked good at times and we know it's your opinion and I respect you, Hubert, for your opinion. But I do not think that he should, we should be getting rid of Ward. Chris, you don't need to warn people who apologise about swearing. You do with love. Club, it's your channel, and people who love a club can understand your anger. If people don't like the swearing, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. You and me, Del. You and me, mate, together. Uh, you, you, you've heard of the cheeky girls? We're the swearing boys. Um, <laughs> oh, brilliant, mate. Cheers. Thank you very much. Yeah, do smash that like button. Um, Amarty, Jitso Sub. I mean... Last season, I had a Marty. I've got to be honest with you. Um, I've got to be honest with you. He, he, it wasn't for him last season. God knows. I mean, maybe because everybody else was injured. But I don't. I, I just, I, I don't want to blame him. But I, I do at a point have to blame him. Um, but. 
I just think we've got better defenders at the moment. One of them that's a Turkish guy that can't even get on the subs bench. But Rogers, being the pig-headed idiot that he is, I'm not picking him. I'm not. He, he didn't. He didn't run fast enough in training. Get a life. Oh. Harry, good evening, or even David. There we go. Who knows who I'm talking to? Sorry, mate. Uh, please stop blaming Ward. The defence are creaky. Indeed, I agree. I've just said that, mate. If you want to come on, Harry, uh, stick a note on on the chat, and I'll I'll get you in. Uh, but yeah, uh, oh, you're at a party, aren't you? Yeah. If you are at a party again, everybody's drinking but me. So look at this. I got a cup of coffee. Oh, black strong. There we go. Uh, yeah, the defence are creaky. Um, shambles, and that is being polite, Highfield. Shambles. Um, Wiz Wyatt, first time I've said it, but he will be gone tomorrow. Gutless and dire performance today. We're a disjointed team and it's getting worse. Yeah, 100%. You know, like I say, I you know, I'm I'm quite happy for Rogers to stay. If Rogers had, if we, well, we beat we beat Forest, if we'd beaten Bournemouth today and held on for the one nil, and I don't think we looked too bad in the first half. We looked in control. We didn't kill them off. And that's always that's always our problem at the moment. But we've got uh, what are the games that are coming up? Honestly, my my mind's just gone. We then had Bournemouth. We then got Palace at home, Leeds at home, Wolves at home before we go to Manchester City. Do you know what? Those are winnable games. And obviously they're looking at Leicester and saying, yep, yeah, we can beat Leicester. I'm quite right as well, and they probably can do. Um, but I, he had to win all those games. to turn. He turned – I know, credit where credit's due – I gave him the credit for beating Forrest. The team, I did. I looked at that team that he picked out, and I went Barnes, and he scored. You know, I, I so I gave him credit for that game. And I, I just, I, I can't give him any more credit. Can't give him any more. Um, TV pundits say Ward was to blame. David, well, I. Like I say, it's opinions, isn't it? Um, just because the TV pundits doesn't make them right, but I, I honestly, it's, it's their opinion. I don't know how he could have saved either of those. Uh, base, just face, sorry, just absolutely face, farce. I don't know, farce could, uh, could have done better on both of them. I'm sorry. Uh, Hubert says, Do you think KDH is off form? Um, hope he gets back to where he was last season. I felt like for a stretch of a few months, he got uh, better and better every game. Problem is, when you get better and better and better, there's only one way you can go. And, you know, he, he's in a team that isn't performing and he can't he can't carry it in one go. Um, it's Chris from Chicago. Good evening, sir. What a great name. Uh, and all the way from the Windy City. Monday covered the cracks. Yes, it did. Rodgers has to go. The players have clearly given up on him. Oh, yeah. I, 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 don't, hmm. I don't think any player... And I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. I mean, that may, it, that today makes a joke of what Johnny Evans... And I didn't see it, but Brad was telling me that the Johnny Evans thing on Tuesday night, whenever it was was to say that they support Brendan Rodgers. 
it all looked a bit staged that you know you come out on a Tuesday night and we've not had a game. The game was 24 hours before. You've waited till all the news has gone. That that was a, that was staged. That had to be staged. Um it 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 really did. Hang on, my hat is there we go. You can see what I'm doing now. Um I don't think any player goes out and puts his foot over that white line saying, well, I'm not going to play today. I'm going to have a bad game. What I think the players are, Chris, in, and again, it's only my opinion, but what I think is the players are confused. I mean, you know, when we played Brighton, in that second half, Rodgers had his plan B, but he also had a C, D and E, and nobody knew what they were playing because some of them were playing plan B, some of them were playing plan C, and some of them playing plan D. Maybe if we had plan B actually playing for us, we might actually uh, get a win. Who knows? Um, why didn't we sit back after 35 minutes on Monday night against Forest? Something doesn't seem right. I know you cannot. I'm glad they did it against Forest. Can you imagine if we'd lost to them? And they did show that fight, but you can't just do it. It's like you know, sometimes you say to clubs, Oh, they turn up because they're playing the big teams and they don't turn. No, you should turn up and have the same attitude for every game. I tell you, what, Madison. You wonder why Madison isn't playing for England? Because he lost it at the end. Did you see that tackle that he went in? He got booked. He was lucky. He was lucky that he wasn't a red. And maybe that's what Gareth Southgate is looking and going, yeah, he's got that in him. Because he does get frustrated. When things are going well for him, like on Monday, brilliant. But he went in on that tackle on the end. And Bournemouth weren't holding back, let's be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, something does not seem right. You, you quite, you're quite correct. Faye's in his first two games put the ball in. Rose Edwin under pressure. Rogers have told him to pass, pass, pass the ball. Rogers to blame. Stop playing the ball out from the back. You know what? I couldn't have said it better myself. Last night I did a watch along for uh, England women against American women, um, Euro champions versus the world champions, and. At one stage, I was England women were playing it around the back, and I said, For God's sake, stop doing it, you're going to give them a goal. What did they do? They passed the ball forward to a player. There was a player out to her right, no, didn't pass it to her, passed it forward to the player who had a I think it was Stanway, but she had an American player right on her shoulder, right on her shoulder, lost the ball, they got a goal. And this playing out from the back. I mean, this is this has been going on longer. This has been going on longer than the, the you know the um, oh, what's what I'm looking for? I'm just, I'm just plug myself in. Um, my battery is going. It, you know, than the than the, uh, the um, zonal marking. Ah, there we go. Yeah, this is going on longer than the zonal marking is playing out from the back. We are shit at it. Why is he still doing it? Because he's a stubborn arsehole. That's why. Okay, so let's have a look. While we've got the ball, the opposition can't score. Granted, I accept that. If we kick the ball upfield, the chances are it's a 50-50 chance. Well, at least with Ward, it will stay in the pitch. With Schmeichel, it would probably go in Rosette. Uh, 99% of the time, but at least it would, you know, the, the, we, we could lose it, we could gain it. Where would you sooner lose a ball? 
just outside the penalty box because we've been farting about with it at the back? Or would you sooner lose it up in their half and give the defence a chance to get into position? It's simple. Or am I am I look am I missing something here with this? You know, if we lose it in their half, chances are we're going to get players back, or we've got players back already. Lose it just outside the penalty box, nine times out of ten, they're going to score. Uh, we won't win any of them while Rogers is here. That's the fear. Uh, let me just let me just update uh, and just see. I'm just checking here on um, Sky. I just want to check and see if he's gone yet. Um, whoever it is that's just subscribed to me, thank you so much. It means a lot. If you are new, please do subscribe. I don't swear on every show. Uh, <laughs> about 60% of them, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and please like the video if you are subscribed. That does help the channel as well because it gets us um, appearing on people's home pages. Right, let's just have a look what. I mean, I mean, Sky haven't even updated. Sky, <laughs> Brendan Rodgers unsure on James Madison new contract progress. Brendan Rodgers isn't sure on which way to put his underpants on. So no, nothing, nothing is happening there. Um, let's be honest. Oh, this is it's just dire. It is just. Graham Potter gets another win. Eddie Howe gets another win. Let's have a look. There's got to be, please, please, somebody say he's gone. He's got to go. Anybody, is anybody still Rogers in? Yeah, Gary O'Neill, really pleased with Bournemouth display. Of course he is, and he deserves it. And let me just say all of this, right? Bournemouth got what they deserved because it came out that second it was a game of it was the proverbial game of two halves i thought we controlled the first half if i'm honest um we could have maybe taken advantage we should have got that second and made it a little bit easier on ourselves um but they came at us in the second half you could see it coming you could see it coming well every leicester fan in the ground could see it coming every leicester fan watching on whatever stream they're watching on, could see it coming. One person couldn't see it coming. That's right, the arsehole. Bellend Rogers. Brendan Bellend. I haven't called him that for a long time. But he's a Bellend. He needs to go. My ambition for what we can do is drain him by the game. Uh, I keep saying our first 11 is a proper top 10 club, but we cannot find a way to play with any consistent flair or confidence. But that is the manager, is it not? It is his job to get us to play with flair and confidence. You know, when Rodgers first came in, he had the team that Puel had left him. And yet he suddenly started getting us playing better. When Shakespeare took over from Ranieri, it was the same players. He got us winning again. The fault, it, 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 the fault stops at his desk. He is the manager and he is not managing. He is a coach and he is a shit one. 
JJ, good evening. Managerial substitutions cost us the game once again, and it was completely obvious after today. Took Castagna and put Amati on it right back, and within 10 minutes, we can see two goals and go 2-1 down. But he's, he, he's never going to get... He's never going to put um, Soyuncu on, is he? Because whew, Soyuncu, as I say, he, he didn't run quite fast, didn't run quite fast enough in training. Loving the Black Leicester shirt as well, Chris. It's the food. <laughs> Somebody got it. Somebody got it. Uh, I don't know. I think you just came in at the end of the watch along. I had the away shirt on with the purple matching hat. Um, and I am now wearing black. Yep. I'm glad somebody noticed it. I am wearing it for a reason. Hello from Seattle. Good evening, Facebook user. How the devil are you? Um, get onto YouTube and give us a follow. I uh, hope you're a Leicester fan. If you're not, well, whichever you're welcome, you're welcome. Um, you've still got the rest of the day to go through. <laughs> we've, we've, at least we're getting into the evening and we can uh, <laughs> we could get to tomorrow quick enough. Um, the players don't want to sit back. I think they get pissed off. I think they do. I think they do. Like I say, I still find it very confusing that Evans came out the way he did. I haven't seen it. I was told that he was coming out. I did a show with Rob on Tuesday, and I was told he was coming out and saying something that night, uh, but he wouldn't say what for journalistic reasons. Um, I never saw it, but Brad said to me that he had come out and given his back in. But as I say, it's such a strange time and everything to do it. I, I just really, really, really don't get that. Stage managed, stage managed. Um, I noted that after we scored, gradually over the rest of the half, we defended more and more. At that point, I thought, here we go again. And lo and behold, the inevitable happened. I mean, the thing is, right, now I, I'm I'm a fan, right? I, yeah, I I used to coach one of my son's football teams. I, quali I did the FA uh, coaching part one, which in all fairness is nothing more than an enthusiastic dad level um but even i know that when you score a goal what is going to happen well believe it or not i don't know if brenda this might be news to you brendan but the opposition come out at you so when the opposition is attacking there's two things you can do you can defend and defend and defend and defend and eventually, they are probably going to get a goal. Or you can attack. There is a saying out there that attack is the best form of defence. Because if we are attacking them, then they're having to defend and not worry about attacking us as they're having to defend our attackers. But no. Well, just hold the ball back, play it around at the back. <laughs> end. If I tell you what we should do, let me just star that so I know where I am. Um, we'll hide that. I think um, I think this needs to go up. Should we start a hashtag off? <laughs> it's not going to go very far, in fairness. There we go. Let, let, let's do this, shall we? Hashtag Ben Brendan. Um, that would be great if we, if we could get this trending. Um, 
let's have a look here and just see um I'm going to put it on on Twitter, guys. If you can like it and retweet it, and we can try and get it brand, uh, get it branding, get it trending. Um, oh, that would that would be funny if we if if that worked. It isn't going to, I know. Right, let's catch up with some more. Um, but yeah, to me, the best form of defence is attack. Uh, Every manager this season has tactically outthought Brendan Rodgers. There's one person that thinks Brendan Rodgers is probably one of the best coaches out there. Brendan. In fact, no, let's make that two, because I have mentioned this, but I'm going to mention it again. Before we played Manchester United, Robbie Savage stood on that pitch I think it was BT, was it on? But he stood on that pitch and said, Brendan Rodgers is a good manager or coach. Without him, Leicester would go down this season. Yeah, Robbie, he watches this all the time. Robbie Savage, if you are out there, I dare you to contact me and we'll have a chat about that. If you think we would go down without him, what the fuck are we doing with him? And when you're being outthought by a rookie manager that, well, he's not saying he's not even a manager yet. He's not even a bloody manager. Um, Hubert says, I'm seriously concerned about the talent we have leaving after we get relegated. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, Johnny Evans has just said our standards dropped. The burning question is why. It's the same BS that comes out after every defeat. They're wheeled out. They've got to say something to the press. What do they say? Well, we tried. The standards dropped. We didn't. Bro- it's the same things. You know, you know, basically, this is what they have. Like, they've got this. They've got this in the dressing room, probably. Look, a supply of cards. And what they say is, right, Johnny, it's your turn to go out. What excuse do you want today? Oh, I've got standards dropped. There we go, mate. There's the ticket. You go and read that one. The players have got to look at themselves as well. But... Let's be honest, whatever we say, we cannot get rid of 15 players. And that is why the manager always gets sacked. And as I've said, top, grow a pair of balls. Because you sat Ranieri, and he won the championship for us. More, He won more than, I mean, the FA Cup was great, the Community Shield, well, whatever. Uh, I'd sooner win the Premier League than the FA Cup, but it was great to win the FA Cup, and it's great to have them both in the trophy cabinet. Ranieri won us the FA Cup. It was the dream. It was the 5,001. It was the story that not only captivated Leicester, not only captivated England, the United Kingdom, Europe, it captivated the world. The FA Cup didn't. And we were sat in 17th place. I'm still in Europe, but in 17th place. And he was sacked. What are we doing with Rodgers? Fucking grow a pair of balls top and get him sacked. Um, Hubert says if we go down, Madders Barnes, Tielemans all will go. Oh, well, Tielemans is going anyway, in fairness. And we will be circled by Hawks like a car cost in the Savannah. 100%, mate. 100%. Um, Keith Cook 
Faye seems to be a good buy. Maybe he's picked the wrong team. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to roast him out to dry. But he's been done the best of games today. Uh, for me, he contact. You know, he did cost us the two goals. Well, not cost us the two goals. That would be unfair. But he was compliant with us conceding. Uh, we batted for his four 0 and we lost to Bournemouth. Exactly. Exactly. Um, JJ uh, says, I'm a ward critic, but those pundits are talking out of their arse. Ward did nothing wrong today. Exactly. A goalkeeper, when he pulls off an amazing save, it, it it's brilliant. But he's a last line of defence. And, you know, how many of those goals that Ward has let in were because the defence in front of him was shit? And everybody that's having a go at Ward for all the goals he's conceded, by that token, have a go at Vardy because he's not scored a fucking goal this season. He's a striker. What are we paying Vardy for? And don't come with this, oh, he's got all this in the bank because that is a total shit. That was then. This is now. If you're going to have a go at Ward, have a go at Vardy. But you won't at Vardy because, oh, it's Jamie Vardy. He's our hero. Yes, he is. But he's open for criticism as much as everybody else is. And he hasn't scored. And that's what we pay him to do. So if you're going to have a go at Ward, have a go at Vardy. But JJ, I'd completely agree with you. Uh, hi, mate. And Leicester fans in. Hello. Uh, Beyond the 90, how are you doing, mate? We're nothing special. We lose every week. Another great Leicester channel. Get over there and subscribe if you haven't. Do you want to come on, mate? Um, contact me and I'll try and get you on. Um See, see, see if you agree with me that he, he has to go. Um, my anxiety is bad enough without that garbage. Totally. Matt is in. Evening, Chris. Back to the top six where we belong. I think I had you finishing seventh, mate. No, I had to think you had you finishing seventh or eighth, just outside or just inside Europe. Great result for you. I, predict, I said you'd win that one, so well done. Um, Thomas Franken, 100 million percent. 100 million percent. Um, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna send Neil the link, so just bear with. Please, please stay online. Your call is important to us, and we will get to it as soon as we can. Press one to see Leicester lose, press two to see Leicester lose, press three to see Leicester. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, if you don't laugh, you know. Why would Madders want to sign a new contract? Yeah, he's going to wait, isn't he? Or he's going to put that many, you know, he'll have a relegation clause in. Oh, you know. Uh, LCFC Grey out. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts? I think we found out there. Uh, Rogers out thought by a rookie manager again. Um Neil's going to join us in a second. I'm just going to um, go through these, get caught up with these. Fair enough. Uh, how can you play with Flair sitting back? Uh, should have three at the back and two up front. You never go two up front. That, that, that's, that's being positive. Uh, I wish I could go back and see how we played when he first joined to see what we were doing differently. He came in. We were under Pell. I thought we were playing like this. And he came in and he got us playing exciting, flowing football. But he's trying to make us a passing team, playing out from the back, and we're not. Um, guess the Abba song, Chris. Devoted to us. We're nothing special. In fact, we're a bit of a ball. Winner takes it all. But so we, <laughs> certainly that is not us. 
that is not us. Winner takes it all. Uh, the fashion should be the hashtag should be Belend Rogers and Cabinet's Bruce in. I've only gone Belend uh, Belend Brendan because it's the bees. Um, nearly 2 a.m. in Australia, Hubert. Oh, mate, you need to get to bed. Savage the headless chicken. Um, and Terry said, perhaps a home match and we lose. I hope the fans get their message over to the board by emptying the stadium earlier. Early, the owners are all fear that. Uh, back them during the match, give them verdict at the end, which we did, which we do. Rogers out, says Scott. Uh, now we dropped 30 points from winning positions. Poof, really. Vardy has been pants. Yep. Rico's in. Good evening. Can Rogers survive? I hope not. Uh, Thomas too surely wouldn't come, but I'd have him. Um, break. Oh. Yeah, you, you, honestly, Facebook user, I ignored you one before, which said he'd been sacked <laughs> because uh, I hadn't seen anything, but I am watching. Look, is it just me or does he have to go? Neil, good evening from beyond the 90. Welcome along. Suddenly my Rogers out position from a while ago seems quite reasonable, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. I mean, last season, as you know, as you know, last season I was very much given the chance. He got the injuries. Blah. Let's see how we get on in the season. Mm-hmm. We had an awful start to the season, and yeah, all right, you know, we played for the top six. Blah blah blah. But it was the other games that concerned me, and I was very much in the. He's got to go. We then played like we did about against Forest, and I thought, hang on a second, maybe. <laughs> You know, this is the start. And that is, you know, I haven't seen us play with that intensity. I mean, Forest were bad, I know. But, you know, this is only Bournemouth who played today. So I thought, let's give him another chance. My worry now is that these winnable games, and they are winnable, which was Bournemouth today, Palace, Leeds, Wolves. Mm. Um, (laughs) If we've got Rodgers in charge, I can't see us getting much from those. And you look at where they are in terms of the table. It's different when you're fighting against Arsenal, who are flying up the top of the table. Even um, Tottenham, again, I don't think they were too good. But again, granted, they are in third position, playing uh, towards the top of the table. When we're looking at the, the next results, these people are, these, these teams are, I wouldn't even say in the same bracket, they're just above us, but they're double the amount of points that we are. So you can't yeah. say that, oh, they're in the same bracket. Technically, sure. But the more this goes on, Chris, the more that that gap's going to widen. Um, Wolves are, yep. are just a couple of points above us. They've just sacked their manager. There will inevitably be a bounce when they sack their, when they sign the new manager. Crystal Palace have been playing some great football, but haven't, mm-hmm. haven't quite kicked on to the next level. You've got Southampton just sacked their manager. West Ham, again, and Aston have Villa. Um, Southampton sacked the manager. Went, didn't he? Or is that just a rumour? I, I, oof, um, I don't, I, it's news. I've got to be honest with you. I don't, somebody mentioned something earlier. Oh, Sky is still going on about James Madison. Um, something's going on, on a bit earlier about it, but I just thought it was sort no, of, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's officially come to fruition. However, you're looking at them going right again, Southampton, we lost to, um, we've not played some of them yet. Leeds again, they're on nine points, which is, twice as much more than twice as much as as ours mm. Nottingham Forest we've played but if they get any points and one thing as well to notice as well just having a look at the table um Crystal Palace have two games in hand yeah 
that's massive. That they could go, they could double their points. So they could be on mm. 12 points. Again, um, so you're looking at that going right. There's it's looking dicey now. It's not looking and for the for the money that they're going to lose in yeah. saving in, in sacking Rogers, the amount of damage it's going to do. If we're looking at going towards a relegation zone, why is Madison going to sign a new contract? Why is Tillemans? I know Tillemans is going in the summer, no problem. But why you're looking at players like James Justin, who's just signed a new contract, going, Why am I going to stay around for this? Mm-hmm. Pat Sandaka, Samore, these players are not going to go, Well, I'm not in this for the fight. We looked at, again, you you know, you've got a good friend um, with Turf Morehouse, and you look how that squad's been ravaged. Ben Mee's gone, um, Nick Pope's yeah. gone, uh, what's it called? Tarkovsky went. Uh, Dwight McNeil had left again, a Burnley boy as well. You've got Corney who's gone as well. Then obviously it was a little bit different, but um, Chris Wood jumped ship in the in the January transfer window. You've got these players that they have a we have a better squad than them, and they had players that were more loyal to that club than ours mm. in a better position to stay on, and they didn't. I'm not saying we're going to get relegated, but the top just needs to wake up, man. Everybody's on this page apart from himself. The board I've heard are on the position yeah. of we want him gone. Yes. If yeah. this can the, the only issue is top's not been to enough games. He went to the first game of the season against Brentford. Again, that was you could see that as a one-off. The the, the second game he went to was um Nottingham Forest, where we played fan, we played great. But again, yeah. it means nothing if you don't follow up with another result. And we've just gone back to our old ways. Brendan's gone back to his old ways and the same thing. So I'm not sure what else you want to say. And it's not just us. But you can you can understand where fan channels are going a little bit more. I've seen Rob Tanner t- tweet out today. Yeah. It was baffling. Uh, you, we both know Rob. Lovely yeah. guy. And he's a journalist. And he puts his journalist integrity above everything else. Regardless if he comes onto our channel, he'll put his journalist. Even he's saying it. We've seen um, Jason Bourne come out and say pathetic. Um, oh, what's his name? Um, what's his name? Arlo White has been saying some stuff as well. We're seeing um, Charlie Carmichael. We're seeing people at the top level that have high journalist integrity within Leicester City come out and criticise them. And this, for me, this is this is not this is the point now where everybody is against is against the position. James Sharp is another one has come yeah. out and recently tweeted something. So it's not like we're in the minority or at the point where I was calling for Brendan Rodgers out, I was still in the minority and I was fine to say that because I, again, I came onto your show and we had these discussions and we it was very civil and we go, this is the reason why I think, and it's like, I understand your yeah. position, but this is my thoughts. I've never seen the fan base so one-sided, even under Ian Holloway, where we were down. I've never seen the fan base this one-sided, Chris. And I'm talking about when we went to league one, we wanted him out, but it, there was a level of sadness and we're in League One and it's awful. This feels like just pure anger because we shouldn't be anywhere near this position. That that was... Do you, do you see what I mean? I've never I, known... Oh yeah. I think football like fans, we're, not, we're actually... In some ways, we're more perceptive than people think. I mean, in fairness to Holloway, A, I gave him credit because he actually wanted to come and manage us. B, we know he wasn't a bad manager because he got Blackpool promoted to the Premier League and that's, <laughs> that was amazing. Whoever had come in, we were just a relegation waiting to happen. Let's mm. be honest with you, leading up to that, and nobody could have—I don't think—could have saved us uh, then. But it was—it no. was actually going down that got us to do the clear out. We got Pearson in, and, and the rest, as they say, is history. What gets me—I don't know whether you saw, uh, we, we heard me say it or not. 
you know, Ranieri won us the Premier yeah. League. Yeah. We were sat in 17th. We were still in the Champions League. We sacked him. Rodgers won the FA Cup. I forget the community shield. I know I joke about it being the English Super Cup and all that, but forget it. We won us the FA Cup, which was fantastic. But mm-hmm. it's not the Premier League, let's be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, they have to say which would you sooner win? We all know which we do. We're bottom of the league, we've won one in eight, and we've not sacked him. And all right, it might cost us 10 million, but what will it cost us if we get relegated? Yeah, exactly. And it would cost the club obscene amount of money. The players' wages that we're currently on, they can't deal with, they can't handle it as it is. And no. we're looking at players like you'd be left with what Luke Thomas, even KDH. Yeah. I wouldn't understand if he goes. I don't want to play Championship football. I'm off. Yeah, totally yeah. understand. I don't want him to. I love KDH again. He had a bit of a yeah. stinker today, to be honest with you. He wasn't looking himself. I'm not going to blame him too much, but he we know levels KDH has, and he, he's not been at it, um, especially in this last match. But I can understand why he goes. I don't want to be here. I don't mm. want to be in the Championship club. I'm good enough for a Premier League club. Sammy to another club. So I can understand, but we shouldn't be in this position at all. We genuinely no. shouldn't. And the players on the pitch, and we're not asking for... Um, we're asking to be competent. <laughs> we're not asking to go and beat them 7-0. Competent yeah. performance for 90 minutes. That's all I we've mean, asked I for. Think, I tell you what summed it up for me at the end. James Madison, he's had all this praise, yeah, and quite rightly after the Forest game, and it's mm-hmm. very well to come out and laugh and joke when you've you just won 4-0. But that tackle he made towards the end, I yeah. mean, you know, it was a definite yellow. I've seen yeah. the, I've seen Reds be given for those. Uh, and, you know, you've got to look at that. And you've got to look at Southgate going, well, actually, I was thinking about him, but oh, if that's how he reacts to pressure, I don't mm. want him doing that against Germany in the semi-final of the World Cup mm. if we get there. You know what I mean? It, it's... Oh. I mean, Rico says there, Big Sam till the end of the season. I, I, I would say I was calling. I thought we had those two weeks to get rid of somebody, get somebody in with the international break and get them settled in. It now looks like it might be come the World Cup break. But how many points are we going to be? How big's the gap going to be by the time we get there? Yeah. And it's not like we've got an issue with Injuries. It's not like we've got other issues. Well, again, we've got yes, we've got um in Didi out, and yes, we've got um what's his face, Ricardo out mm-hmm. and yeah. Mendy out, but it's still a good enough team. Samore is looking decent. We can play again a, a team that can compete, and we're not even competing, we're not even no. competing for 90 minutes, and his substitutions lost us the game. He put on Daniel Amati, and I, I used to be a big Daniel Amati fan. This season, he hasn't turned up. Um, Castagna had an injury, but why are we playing? It, it, it didn't make any sense. They made that double substitution. Daka for, for Vardy, totally understand. Daka's obviously did, came out of the game a little bit, get Jamie Vardy on half an hour, fresh legs, creating new opportunities, totally understand that. Amati for Castagna didn't work, um, and mm. literally after the substitutions, the, gate, the, the next goal went in at 67 and then 70 goals went in and it's not the first time this is not even the um second or third time it's probably the fourth or fifth time brendan rogers this season got the substitutions completely wrong and he just fails to take responsibility for it and if he goes look i got it wrong and i can go fair enough and give you a little bit of credit he just deflects and goes oh well we didn't play the we didn't manage the ball well enough you've been here yeah. how long you've been here now 
It's been, it's, and the thing is, I, I was saying this uh, on another stream again. Apologies if I'm ranting. It's been a third no, stream. No, 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 I have ranted. It's giving my voice to rest. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. I think, and one thing as well is that I think we've been playing like this for quite a while. Um, in terms of say, so again, there was a uh, um, what's it called? From the uh, uh, tweet out again, 30, 30 points we've dropped in 2020 from yeah. losing from winning positions. So it shows yeah. you that this has been happening for quite a while. However, the teams below us and haven't um, haven't kept up and overtook us as quickly as they should. So it made our position look better. Do you remember when we were playing with? Um, we were in a position for Europe with Puel, and we were going. We could potentially get a European spot, and he goes, "It's impossible." We went on that losing run, and the teams above it, the, the gap between us and that seventh position changed massively. But the teams below us didn't kick on to that next level and overtake us in the way that we should. And we ended up around like ninth position. A similar thing happened um, with with what happened at the end of the season last season. We finished eighth, but we just we just jump frog, leapfrogged about four or five different teams. We should have been 14th that season. Now mm. we're seeing the teams around uh, just ahead of us not doing as well. And they, they can't pick up points and we're still below them. So now... You, there's no hiding the, the league position. The league position is what it is, and we are 19th, and the gap is becoming bigger and bigger. And if again, if a couple of teams above us pick up a few more points, that gap is looking like yep. great escape. And you can't, you can't even see, you know, us closing that gap. And if Forest get a point Monday night, we're bottom again. Exactly. Um, I, I would. I think it came out like you know, our target is 40 points. And I said, no, 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 no. This is our target. The eleven points that Derby got, mm. because and I did that. I did that after the Forest win, thinking, yeah, you know, we'll get another three points and another. And we'll, we can laugh at Derby, but at the moment, <laughs> I don't think we can laugh at Derby. No, we really can't. We not in our position at the moment. Um, the only thing we've got is that, and it was an opportunity to go up to the next level. And Brendan Rodgers could have showed, look, I've learnt my lesson. Um, you're going to play a slightly different way. He doesn't. He has one way of playing and it's the same tactics again and again. And when teams are coming on to us, and again, I'm not trying to take anything away from Bournemouth. They deserve the win today. Yeah. They were the better team yeah. over 90 minutes. And it's not me being sour. It's just because I've seen this so many times on my team. And with the way that Bournemouth played, they could have had three. They could have had four. Um, Danny Ward hits you in the face, could have gone anywhere. The goal was offside, yeah. sure, but... There was no defensive intention to go right. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna take that ball out and and take it out for a, for a, for anything. No, the ball's just going through the middle. Yeah. And you're looking, going. The more this goes on, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know a single fan that's really behind the manager at the moment. No, the only no. person that's really the biggest fan is probably Top, who's not even in the country, not even in the continent. <laughs> no, I love Top. He, he got he's got all of top. I've got. A, I'm going to put a post up in a minute and get your thoughts on it about top. But mm. Ward, I mean, everybody's having a go at Ward. I mean, a goalkeeper can only be as good as the defence in front of him. Mm. I know six against Bournemouth, against sorry against Spurs. Two of those were wonder goals. But a goalkeeper, he's got to have a, a, a defence in front of him. I was impressed with Faze Fars. I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, against Spurs, I thought he had a bit of a bad game. I I thought he was partly to blame for both those goals. I think he was, but also he made some last ditch challenges before that, keeping us in the game. Mm. 
Um, so I'm not going to go after him too much because he's still new. We're expecting him to hit the ground running and replace Fafana yeah. in that yeah. beginning team. It's going to take time. He's only played in what the, the French league before this. He's a good player. He's going to get time to settle in. I'm not going to have a go at him too much. He was at fault. Don't get me wrong, but there's yeah. other people that should be around him going, look, if you make it, if Johnny Evans is a perfect example, makes a mistake, let's go back, let's go and um, cover up that position as well. So I just think I just think it's it's unnecessary, like yeah. the amount of, again, as you were saying, Ward, Ward's not had a good start to the season, 100%, but the whole team hasn't. Don't just single yeah. out one player. Um, Barnes, let's be honest, has not had a good start to the season. The Barnes's ceiling is very, very high, but people aren't willing to throw him under the bus because they like him and well, they know. Not, yeah. and I'm not prepared. I said this at the start, and it's a great point that because, and I said Ward is getting all these flags. Jamie Vardy hasn't scored a goal this season. He's paid to score As a goal. He hasn't nine. scored a goal. Who's having to go at Jamie Vardy? Yeah. Well, I have. I've got to be honest with you, but you know what I mean. It's like mm. at Leicester, we like to have a player that we can pick on you know we picked on Chilwell when we had him and yet he was England left back but no yeah. the crowd didn't like him Perez fair enough I can't understand <laughs> we always seem to have to have that player that we seem to want to get want to get uh have a go at I want to put mm. this that JJ said here hate to say it but is it time to start questioning top now I I I always thought you know the the, the sacking that wasn't the sacking of Nigel Pearson mm-hmm I always thought it was Vichai that wanted him sat and Top that wanted him, that, that talked him out of it. Um, mm. Rob said to me the other night, say Rob Tanner, he said that no, it was the other way around. That mm. Top wanted him gone, but it was Vichai that, you know, talked him out of it. Um, I don't, I find it very hard to question Top. I question the fact that. You know, all it took him until the Man United game to come out and explain about FFP and why we weren't signing new players. Had he done that, uh, you know, during the season, uh, during the off season, or at the, right at the start, we would have understood so much more why what was happening was happening. Uh, but he, he's he's obviously got a lot on his plate. But that's the, well, that's why he's got a board, isn't it? Yeah, and, that, and the board has advised him to sack, but he's he's kind mm. of overturned the board. I think one thing as well. If Vich, and again, I'm not trying to play um, all feel sorry for me, but if his if his dad was here, he would have Rogers would not be here. Yeah, I don't yeah. genuinely don't think that he'd be here because we saw how Ruth and I thought the ruthless streak was going to continue because of what happened with Claude Powell. I thought they were going to give him to the rest of the season, let him let then sack him, then get the new manager in because of what happened that previous December time. Yeah, they didn't. They sacked him 10, 10 matches before they got a new manager in, gave him a little preseason, and then, the, yeah. then they gave him the rest of the season, which I thought was a great move. Now it feels like he's overrun his race. Rogers doesn't want to be here, and there isn't anybody that's really the more Rogers is here, the more toxic it's going to get. And I just don't think it's with the fan base, I think it's with the players as well. Um, because they, they can see it's not working, they can genuinely see it's not working. So, I'm going, right, we're going to try this again. So, they're going to look at the board and go. Well, why hasn't the decision been made? Because we're a better yeah. team than this. There, there is personal accountability. I'm not saying it's all on Rogers. The players do need to take accountability, but it's the way that they're coached. If we were slightly defensive, slightly, we'd have a shot. Mm. I mean, is it, we we know Pearson was stubborn. 
Mm-hmm. But I think I think Rogers takes it to another level, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, you you're looking at what defenders you've got, and all right, you've got you know Vestergaard, and you've got, but you've got Soyuncu, who we know how good he is. We know he's a, yeah, he had a bad Euros. And then he came back and had a bad season with us, but then who didn't? You know, he was being pushed on when he was in that famous red zone when he shouldn't have been playing, but there was nobody else that was even half fit to go on. So, yes, yep. he had a bad season from that. But God's sake, I'd sooner have, and I say, I, I'm, I'm with you. I love Amarty. I think last season he, he did us, you know, he did us proud. He did what he needed to do. Yeah. But why, you know, so you should not even on the bench. No, it's obviously a personal agenda, and you're looking at it going, he's the kind of person you would bring on in a game. I would play a back three, say we're winning one nil. And again, I don't believe this is the way that you win a game because if you want to be a top level, top level manager and a top team, you don't stop at one, you go for two, you go for three, you go for four. It's where I criticized Arteta last year, where they only went one nil up and then they kind of sat back. You need to be a manager. The top level managers don't go, why am I, why am I stopping at one? One to get two, we get three, get four, and that's what that's what Bournemouth did today. They should have got one and got a draw and gone right. Okay, cool. The ninety second minute, they're going. There was an offside goal. There could have been a few opportunities as well that they created. They could have scored a lot more. Mm. And it's we don't even have that. We don't even go for the full ninety minutes. It, we I've mentioned again in my notes. I put down in thirty nine minutes, letting Bournemouth back into the game needs better game management. 39 minutes and wrote a similar thing at a similar time. And I think we all saw it. I can search on Twitter and a lot of people going, we need to be able to manage the game better. And that's where at halftime, Brendan comes in and goes, right, this is what we're going to do. Even if we keep the same players, more compact, three in the middle. We're going to make sure they're not going to come through the sides. We're going to get Justin and... Justin and Castagna, just to hold back a little bit. We're playing one nil. We're playing for that one nil. And then if we can catch them on the break, that's what we do. From that half time, Bournemouth were all over us. Yes. From that yeah. beginning, minute one, I was thinking, mm. right, they're letting them back into the game. And then I'm looking at going, okay, Fars is doing looking all right. Tillemans is doing some tackles, some Moray's doing some tackles, but I'm not seeing the unit yeah. just collect together and go, right, we're gonna hold this. We're gonna hold this one nil three three in front, four behind. We're just gonna lock this seven down. And then if we can hit them on the counter, why not? I could see mm. that happening. I don't yeah. see why other people other people can't. And it's not that difficult. And I'm not saying that I, I'm a better manager than Brendan Rodgers. I'm saying the signs are clear. But the we thing were is, losing you're not a better manager than Brendan Rodgers. And I said this earlier, Man United game, before we kicked off, Robbie Savage stood on the pitch saying, yeah. if it wasn't for uh, Brendan Rodgers, this side would go down. Yeah, mm-hmm. how's that working out, Robbie? But... He's supposed to be this fantastic coach, and yet he's just been out-tacticked by a rookie manager who's, who's, well, as far as I know, he's never been a manager before. And yet he's taken on Brendan Rodgers with, let's face it, not as good a squad, and mm-hmm. he's made Brendan Rodgers look like he's well, he caught him with his pants down. Who's Ralph yeah. Houthenhall? This is the guy whose team's let 9-0 in twice. At mm-hmm. 1-0 down, he's sat there thinking... One against oh, us? We can, yeah, we can still win it. We can still mm-hmm. win this. And, and they went on and won it 2-1 this season. I mean, Rodgers, I get him being given a lucrative deal because of we had to get him. Let's face it, none of us will say we weren't happy when he came in. But the Arsenal fan for life here saying Leicester are going down, and I wouldn't argue with you, but 
over the last two seasons, when all these Arsenal fans have been having the moaning, oh, we don't want Arteta, he's not the right manager, where are you now? But you could see he was improving the side. Mm. All right, he had a bit of money, let's be honest with him, we haven't, but he was generally Half a improving billion, But yes, you're right. Yeah. But Rogers isn't. You know, he's anything, he's made the side worse. Mm. Yeah. And that's the thing. And he's and he's come out and blame he's the thing is he's run out of excuses. He's blamed the fans, he's blamed the manager, he's blamed the board, he's blamed the transfers. Mm. I think that's it. He's blamed the players, and he's out of excuses now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's let's look at some of the excuses he had. Oh, the first game, Brentford, right? The players were tired. There was a hot day, they were tired. Well, we only lose two out of five substitutions. Because they've played lots of games previously, yeah, exactly. the first game of yeah. the season. But if they're but if they're tired, why not use all five substitutions um, that you've been asking for for the last two years? Yes, exactly. And I think as was the Arsenal where he said like, "Oh, our, our team are a little bit, um, you know, a little bit in, immature. They've still got things to learn." Southampton had the youngest Premier League team for about ten years, ten seasons, and they beat us. So his talk, his excuses are bullshit. And it says here, just on the BBC, O'Neill's reputation on rise at Bournemouth. I mean, he'd do a better job. I mean, you know, I've always said, be careful what you wish for when it comes to managers, because Mm -hmm. we've seen, (laughs) how many times have we seen, you know, we've wanted ones out and we've got, you know, I can go far back as as Jimmy wanting Jimmy Bloomfield out and we ended up with Frank McClintock. But yeah, you've, you said that to me about about Rogers in this exact situation in March. Be careful what you wish for, but we're seeing this position now where it can't really get any worse. Well, I was going to say, who could do a worse job? Craig Levine. Or could he? I mean, fairness, we're bottom. Well, technically, we're joint bottom of the league. Yeah, uh, by, by Goldie, but we're joint bottom of the league. So, who could do a worse job? Because we can't go any lower. Mm. All right, we could do on goal difference, but we are bottom of the league. Who could do a worse job? But that's not how you look at a manager getting ten million a year. No, that's not what you say. No. Imagine if you imagine if you got paid a, a, a tenth of that to go. Who I, I can't do. I I can't do a worse job. But for a million pounds, they go. Oh yeah, but I, I'm I'm second bottom of the league. But he just mm. Rogers has had it. Um. And I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just hope. I'm not even. The thing is, I'm not even hoping that he's going to be sacked. If he does, I'm creating a stream and we're all having a party. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If we suddenly, but, if our phones start going off, sort of sometime tonight, beeping yeah. like mad. Please. I mean, the other day I went on and it, actually there was two managers sacked that day, and obviously neither of them were uh, uh, <laughs> Rogers, unfortunately. Um, Steve Bruce could do worse. Uh, I don't know. No, <laughs> Yes. Have you seen his comment? He's so similar to Rogers. He said, so he they're 22nd in the championship. They've not won mm. in eight. Sounds similar to us. And he's come out yeah. and said, um, I don't know if you've seen it. I've just saw it briefly. And no. he goes, I think I've I've managed over a thousand games. I know what I'm doing. Mm. So Steve mm. Bruce could be worse, but that's that's we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peter Taylor, I, I did actually say earlier, I did actually accuse Brendan Rogers of being Peter Taylor in disguise. I'm sorry, that's how bad I think he is. His quote at the moment on the BBC, Leicester got too comfortable, says Rogers. 
Well, do fucking something about it then. You're the manager. Yeah. How many well, times? What, what do you mean by two? Yeah, but I can't use that as an excuse. If I go to work, Chris, and you go, <laughs> I got too comfortable. <laughs> hey, the manager can look at you. Are you right in the head? You can't come out and say that, especially when you're on 10 million a year. You can't just go out and go, oh, yeah, sorry I didn't do all this work, or sorry everything's delayed, got too comfortable. Or, yeah. my, man or my staff got too comfortable, if you're the manager of a, of a department. They're going to go, well, whose job is it to make sure that everybody's in line? Mm. It's yours. Yes. Yeah. No, totally. Totally. And why won't you make subs at half time? Like you said, from 39 minutes, we all could see that things, Bournemouth were getting back into the game. They're not expecting it at half time. They think they're coming out to the same. He, he should make, and he, again, four substitutions out of five. He could have brought Albrighton on. He might have done something, you know, going forward. Um, and Martin then, came... Sorry to say that, Chris, but to give Rogers credit, he has at times when it's not working, he's changed the philosophy of the team and gone right. I remember sometimes we were playing terribly in the first half. And I remember even earlier, it was like we're starting games too slowly conceding one or just generally and in the second half we'd come out better so we rogers does have the knack of getting teams together right we're going to play slightly differently and we're going to go and we've turned up in the second half now it yeah. seems to be the reverse he goes ah well whatever i think he knows his job is safe so it's like i'm just gonna get paid i think his attitude is i'm gonna get paid regardless of what so this happens is it with managers generally what other industry do you get sacked and get your rest of your contract paid off yeah and you know you walk into a job within two weeks or whatever. I mean, it, it is stupid. You should be sacked and not get any money because you're sacked for a reason. Um, I mean, John, no. Would somebody like Bielsa be a decent fit? No, no. I, I, not at all. Now, I hate to say this, and David hates to say this as well, Sean Dyche would tighten up the defence. Give now, him to the end of the season. Give him till the end of the season. And you see, I, I look, I, I see what you're saying. And obviously, as you said, I'm friends with Dan, who had Sean mm. Dyche for, the, that, for many years as his manager. And there used to be a time going back probably to the championship years when we always used to have be linked with Dyche whenever a manager's position came up. Mm. And it, ne it never happened. Now, I actually, I actually saw he was being interviewed on, by a podcast. And mm. I was very impressed with the way he was talking. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, in fairness, he he did what he did with the players he had. And you can't say really he had any flair players in that squad. So he had to play mm -hmm. a certain way. Because he accepted that, that he, to get the best out of the players, he had to play to their strengths. Some and he got them seventh. He got them Europe. Yeah, exactly. So how what could he do if he did have players that are a little bit like a Leicester players? So... I'm beginning to actually think, yeah. I mean, Thomas Frank, I think I, he's still my first choice. Hmm. Um, but, I mean, who would your – we'll end on this because this will start off another conversation. We'll be here two hours. Yeah. But who who would you want? For me, it's Frank, and if not Frank, possibly Daesh. I, I think what it is, it depends because the, the more we're in these positions and the more the people above us start to click into gear and go up the ranks – the more that we just need somebody to keep us safe. And I'm genuinely, I'm not saying I'm 100% in that, but every match that goes on, 
I'm getting more and more likely, like, we just need somebody to keep us in the Premier League. We just need somebody to yeah. keep us in the Premier League. And that's where I'm getting to the, the point at the moment where we just need someone that's going to keep us in the Premier League. And Dice will do that. The team mm. will do that. Majority of managers will do that because of considering yeah. how we are the, the, the squad. If you if you're a manager, you're looking at this squad like Brendan Rogers was when in 2018 when he came, going, "This is a cracking squad." Even mm. to some people, um, on, on I look at them going, "The the, the team we've got is fat." Imagine if you're a manager and your striking options are Jamie Vardy, Pat Sandaka, Kelechi Inacho, you've got James yeah. Madison in behind. Yeah. You're looking at that going, oh man, that's 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 great. Yes, we haven't got a right winger, but you've got the attacking flares of the fullbacks. You've yeah. got a squad there. You imagine you're you've got Wilfred and Diddy, Pubakara Samore, Napoli's many again, we're all fit as your center as CDMs plus Yuri Tillemans. Then you've got, again, Johnny Evans, who's a, one of the best defenders in the Premier League, let's be honest, in terms of his experiences and his legendary status. You've got, yeah, Danny Ward is an area that we are going to look like we're going to improve on as well. We've got a team there. We've got so we've got Belgium internationals. We've got all sorts of internationals in this team that are going to perform. There'll be people that are the training ground facilities. Let's not forget that. The academy. Yeah, yeah. Again, they had Sammy Braybrook. I know I'm not going to touch yeah. on him too much because I didn't expect anything from him today. But Sammy Braybrook's a great example of we've got academy players that are, that are there as well. We've got a great everything is I think Rogers is not is not realizing how good he's got at Leicester City. He yeah. really he really doesn't realize how good he's got. And in terms of the stadium, the the crowd, they could have completely turned on him, but they were there not for him, they were there for the against Forest. Otherwise, yeah. again, so again, I'm, I'm I'm ranting, but my my thing is somebody just get a safe to the end of the season, then Sam? we can rebuild. Big Sam, Sorry? would you go? No, no. <laughs> I don't. I think Big Sam's a bit past it. Alan he wouldn't Park, want to go out of management. Uh, I, I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think, I think Dice is the option. And then, if you're yeah. going to give it to Thomas Frank, then do that in the summer. I don't mm. think Thomas Frank is the right man just now. No, he did mellow though when he was asked about it, wasn't he? You know, so did he? Who knows? Who knows? But. Uh, it's it's Palace up next at home. Very quickly, is what 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 are the crowd going to do? I mean, I don't I don't have a season ticket anymore. You're going to go in the crowd. Um, you, you're going to be torn between, um, I suppose, cheering the lads on um, and <laughs> not being very happy about Rogers. What? I'm just going to be shouting about Rogers. I'm going to be talking about Rogers, and that, that sounds really bad. I want the team to do well. But I can't see at this moment in time. Give me something to get behind. Mm. I can't cheer. There's been, I think there was the, well, I remember the game when it was nil nil. I think Rogers criticized the fans for against Aston Villa. Yeah. And it was a complete yeah. snooze fest. Both teams yeah. were just rubbish. But mm. even the Aston Villa fans were just like sitting there going, I got nothing to get behind. We've got nothing to get behind. So we just, this whole stadium just sat there in silence and just groaning, which is yeah. awful. But you have to give us something to cheer, a tackle, mm. like Madison did today. Even if he's going to leave, the fact is he's, he's putting in the challenges. He's showing a little bit of, again, the yeah. crowds came back on side for it. And we even yeah. against um, Brighton, they criticised um, two players that didn't have a good game. Luke Thomas didn't have a good game and Danny Ward didn't have a good game. Both of them were chanted in the first half by the fans. 
I remember that very, very. Remember, we we talked about this post match. We like, I remember hearing both of them chants very obviously. So, yeah. I mean, all I will say is, and you know, if you're a betting man, just remember you heard it here first. I don't know if you saw the um, England women versus America women last night, but in in the hospitality things, Ted Lasso was there. Now you know. I know nothing about him. Oh, did you know? know? Oh, God, that was, that was my big joke of the night. Totally. Hey, leave it to the comments. Leave it to the comments. It's fine. <laughs> oh, mate. Thanks for coming on. I do Ted than I do about Ted Lasso, to be honest. No. Hey, watch it. It's actually, it's, it's quite, I wasn't sure about it, but it is It is a good series. Only two series. Give it a watch, mate. It's, it's, mm. it's better than watching Leicester. <laughs> There's, there's lots of things. Cleaning the house today was more exciting than watching Leicester. <laughs> I, mean, I look around thinking, like, oh god, there must be a wall that needs painting somewhere, but there yeah. wasn't, unfortunately. Mate, thanks so Don't much for coming on. You've got to yeah. watch this paint dry on the telly, yeah. Exactly. Uh, mate, thanks so much for coming on. Appreciate Brilliant. that. Um, thanks it's a roller coaster, we always know. Just give a shout out where people can find you. If you if if you're not fed up of watching Leicester or hearing Leicester content, um, you can always join us on Leicester um, Beyond the Ninety LCFC. So you type in Beyond the Ninety on YouTube, you'll be able to find us. But great again, Chris been on a few times. Um, I'm always trying to again. We're just trying to again. We're not a lot. There's not a lot of us Leicester City fans, but we all try to stick together and help each other out where we can, including Indeed. this time here Indeed. with um, yeah. Ant as well. So yeah, um, um, I mean, I do know we came back. What you put on our channel, Chris? <laughs> or you put Brendan, Brendan in. <laughs> So this is what you get. But you knew I wasn't being serious. Come on, you knew that. I know. It put a little smile on my face, and then I came back to reality when I saw the result again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mate, thanks so much. Take care. Um, hey, brilliant. Keep the faith. Thanks, mate. We'll try. Yeah. We'll be here. Next All the week. best. Bye bye. See you later. Bye bye. Uh, thanks to Neil for coming on. Uh, yeah, we all do try and stick together. It's a great channel. Get out there, give them support. And Ant's Leicester fan channel as well. That's another channel. Um, uh, there's so there's so many uh, channels these days. But yeah, we do try and support each other at Leicester channels. Well, maybe apart from one. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, <sighs> what can I say? What can I say? Look, let's tell you what's coming up. Something a little bit different tomorrow. Well, 11 o'clock in the morning. We're going to do it all over again. Brad's going to come on, probably hungover, and he's going to tell us. He's going to tell us. I'm going to clip that. I am going to clip that, um, by the way. Just so <laughs> I won't put any sound on it. I'm just going to clip that with that bit on, and then we know we know your true thoughts, Ant. Um, 11 o'clock in the morning with Brad. We will be looking at the tactics um, and analysis and rating the players. <sighs> yeah, it's going to be one of those shows. Hey, look at nine o'clock. Fancy a bit of fun? Do you really want, want to have a bit of fun? Forget about Leicester for a while. Join me on Leicester Till I Die Radio. Now, you can get two ways you can get it. Mixcloud.com. That's all one word. Mixcloud.com forward slash LTID radio, or just go to www.lestertillidie.com forward slash radio. The link's in there. Give us a follow. We're having a bit of a competition. Battle of the sexes. We've got man versus woman. 
Dan versus Kate. Yeah, we're going to hear Kate on the radio. And the winner of the man versus woman, the battle of the sexes, will face off against non-binary in the final. Uh, that's at 9 o'clock on the radio tomorrow. And it's an intro quiz. So do you know your music? Do you know your intros? Come and join us. And then Monday, well, we'll, we'll, we'll worry about next week, next week, when I've uh, probably when I've had an injection and my mind's numb. Uh, and don't forget, we have got uh, we've got this coming up, which I could do with tonight. In a world where cat videos and memes rule the feeds, one media company will rise above the noise. Something is coming. Something big. Oh, behave. I don't understand what's going on here. And now for something completely different. The BBC would like to announce that the next scene is not considered suitable for family viewing. Be afraid. Be very afraid. You've got to explain to the viewers that, uh, you know, during the war, the, uh, the German uh, fighter plane was a, was a German fucker wolf. He said, that's his correct, Damon. But these fuckers were Messerschmitt. <laughs> Always makes me laugh. Always makes me laugh. Leading up to the World Cup, it's a pre-record for obvious reasons. <laughs> Got Stan Borman and Elton Wellesby, both sides of Liverpool, but hey, 70s, 80s, classic, and I'm sure with the Germans in the World Cup, he'll have something to say about the Germans, if only about his chip shop. Look, I'm sorry for the language. We did, we did, um, I did warn you. I said at the beginning there is going along the bottom, um, the uh, the warning about the language, and there is an 18 plus in the top corner, an 18 sign, so you could tell it was not going to be suitable, uh, but I don't care. If you don't like the language, you've got two choices. I will see you tomorrow morning at 11. I'm not looking forward to it. Get up, get out, and but watch me first, along with Brad and his hangover. <laughs> if you've been listening on podcast, thank you so very much for lending me your ears. You can have them back now. Um, I'd like to say keep the faith, but you know what? It's hard. It really is hard. And just Brendan, like I said right at the start, I'm going to start you with this. I'm going to end with this. Brendan, just fuck off, will you? Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Till I Die TV. They think it's all over. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around.
You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.